we explore some of the key issues affecting the financial environment and comment on what developments we expect in the coming years. Now, forecasting the future is always a precarious exercise, so I'm pleased to be joined today by two seasoned commentators on financial matters. I'm delighted to welcome Marcus Davison and Graham Honeybourne. The first question I want to talk about relates to corporate governance. There have been some significant developments in corporate governance in recent years. What I want to ask is: Is this growth and extension of regulation going to lead to a reduction, or perhaps an elimination of fraud or misuse of company assets? Perhaps I can turn to you first, Marcus. I think the basic problems of agency, the relationship between shareholders and the managers that they appoint to look after their companies, the basic problems of agency and moral hazard will not go away so easily. Regulators in general are seeking a kind of holy grail, a regime where the reporting and supervision. Doesn't generate into meaningless box ticking, and doesn't encourage an atmosphere of what I call regulatory tourism, where companies go around the world trying to settle in whatever habitat、uh, regulates them most lightly. Graham, what's your view? My view is that the nature of of corporate governance has grown significantly over the last hundred years. So, if we look at it going back to the the early sort of statutory formed companies, there were a lot of impropriety. Today, with transparency and with the clarity of information on public companies far more freely available, I think that has brought that、uh, level of impropriety down. But how we go forward with this is, I think that there's an inherent rate of Moral hazard that we have when we're dealing with with enterprise, and just like Marcus says, the agency theory is there with us, and corporates are a structure of contracts, and there will be contract failure, and there will be misbehaviour. The involvement to try and increase regulation will only reveal the errors; it won't actually change the underlying embedded level. And are there any costs associated with the、uh, developments in corporate governance? The costs are significant, and this is the big issue we have at the moment. The, the the recent requirements for additional regulation right across the financial services sector and with regard to listed companies is significantly increasing the costs for organisations, and there will be a rebellion by corporate management who are under profit pressure. I think a problem here is that there's an ongoing campaign to try to bring managers' interests into line with those of shareholders. And these efforts have costs. They have direct costs, but they also have indirect costs. In that they could foster an atmosphere in which the companies begin to be managed not for the maximisation of shareholder wealth, but in a kind of satisfying way. The compromise between Shareholder interests and management interests may result in compromising of shareholders' interests. For instance, the widespread use of options to remunerate directors has led to clear abuses. In retrospect, it's clear what's happened. Shareholders have a, if you like, a linear payoff from a movement in the share price. If it goes up, they gain. If it goes down, they lose. Directors have options, which means they have nothing to lose if it goes down. From the Open University. For more information, go to www.open.ac.uk/use.